0: So this day, the day after the birth of America, yeah, in the year of our Lord twenty eighteen, what did you do for the Fourth of July, Brent? Uh, I worked, and then I got a migraine, and then I fell asleep. Like a true American. Yeah, I uh, stayed inside, wore nothing but my skivvies, hung out with the girlfriend, ate food, played video games, and then uh fucking uh, as soon as she went to bed, like had a couple brewskis out of fire. I would've joined uh, you had I not been like feeling like incapacitated ass. like a motherfucker. It's yeah. okay. I was, uh, my I w- stomach wanted to kill me for like the past two days. Well. I wanted to celebrate like a true American and right. do a live stream of Wolfenstein 2. Fuck yeah, dude. Nothing like stomping Nazis to celebrate America. But one as I said I was fucked up. Yep. And two, um OBS, still yeah, OBS fucking being doesn't, weird. Doesn't like doesn't like Vulcan games, I guess. Yeah, and that's like Pretty much Doom. Well, we got doomed to work. Yeah, because I, I switched it to Open Geo. Yeah. Nah. But that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> yeah, in fact, what is, what is today's uh, little theme and uh, or fucking episode today, Brent? Words. Not America. It's not fucking America, no. Not at all. Completely different country of origin. It's, uh, yeah, it comes from, a uh, little thing comes from Italy. Italy. Italia. Uh, A film called Demons 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 uh, were so fucking good Yeah Directed by Lamberto Bava Um, Presented by Dario Argento who brought us such classics as uh, Profondo Rosso Profondo Rosso and uh, Suspiria Suspiria Uh, Real quick Suspiria was fucking amazing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point, we, we will have to do an episode on Suspiria. So, like, it's kind of become, like, a thing between the two of us that, uh, like, obviously, you know, we had the podcast with our horror movies and everything. But specifically, like, we've been really enjoying watching these, like, uh, foreign horror flicks. Like the past, like year or so. Some of the best stuff, you know, comes out of Italy. It does, you know, and like that's uh, that's kind of strange. I don't know if it's necessarily a phenomenon. Why do they have also such a some good of the press? some of the greasiest things come out of Italy? <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, cannibal holocaust. Yes. Cannibal holocaust. Yes. Uh, no, there's a there's a I gotta show you there's 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 other films, but I don't want to get into that right now. What the fucking uh, what was that green? Maybe it was Inferno. Inferno is a sequel to Suspiria. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking. I had the. I had the name. But Green it's Inferno. Green Inferno. Is that is I, that what I was thinking of? I think that was a Seth. Uh, Seth Roth. <laughs> 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 Seth Roth is from fucking Wolfenstein. Yeah, dude. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Eli Roth. Oh, that's. I think right, he made a yeah. cannibal movie where he's like, hey, now these millennials have seen that's... Cannibal Holocaust, so I'll. I'll do it. Yeah, that's probably it's why. It's kinda of my had impression. That. Yeah, I mean I'm sure. I mean it's Eli Roth and he's <laughs> like every once in a while he'll do something cool like the Bear Jew. <laughs> but uh anywho, so yes, go check out like Italian horror movies, especially Suspiria, especially Demons. After watching Demons I can say that's honestly in like my top five for horror films. Uh it's got a lot of fantastic moments. The cinematography is super good. Uh and, like, the Blu-ray that we watched was so fucking great. Like, digitally remastered, so clean. So distributed through uh, Synapse Films. Okay. They're the ones that... I, I'm guessing, like, restored it or... Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's probably, like, one of the best restored films. And Suspiria was done incredibly well, too. It's so fluid. So good-looking in HD. Um, and of course, like, you have some people that are speaking English, some people that are speaking in Italian, so they're dubbed back over with English voice actors, but it still feels great. The same time period, was, like, done, like, the opposite in Danger 5. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, so, like, the matching of, uh, words, voices to the characters, like, it's it's very, very good. Um, so let's kind of, like, crack it open. Let's start at the beginning. uh uh-huh. So... We've got the uh, main character, who's uh, coming off of a train, and um, she just like seems like incredibly fucking paranoid. She, this is uh, in it was released in nineteen eighty five. Like you had said uh, while we were watching, it probably shot in nineteen eighty four more than likely, and so we have a lot of people that you know show like uh, that look like they're part of the fucking punk scene yeah. that's coming up in the eighty which Name is, uh, is another Cheryl, thing. by the way. Cheryl, yes, and. Uh, she was played by uh, one Natasha Hovey. Uh, she did a fucking fantastic job. She did a good job. There's uh, there's several uh, actors and actresses in this movie that did a fantastic job. Like Bobby you Woods. Know I was going to say, uh, you know, like, we might as well just go ahead and cover, say, like, just the main characters real quick, just so that when, we can then just refer to them as the character's name. Mm-hmm. throughout it so it doesn't get all fucking crossed over so you had a uh, main male protag george played by urbano babarini uh you had natasha hovia cheryl carl zinni as uh george's friend ken ken and then you had fiore argento who played uh hannah which was uh cheryl's friend no 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 that's um actually uh, a. oh shit yep Sorry, my bad. Paola Hannah was a younger girl that, and her boyfriend their in the film could not boy. act. Yeah, he was a soy boy. He could not act. I did not really like it when he was on screen. Really? Yeah, he's too pretty for you. No, he just like he is no too pretty. Is <laughs> damn it, Brent? No, uh, he's like one of those like overacting. Actors like screaming his lines and like completely exaggerated and everything. He did do some good anime lines like "It's impossible." How'd you get in front of us? Impossible, isn't it? Bacana. Yeah, uh, sorry, I got her mixed up with uh, Paola Kozo, which is Kathy. And Kathy, Kathy was a babe. Kathy was a babe. In a uh, Blu-ray, you can really see her adorable freckles. Hmm. Um. So yeah, she was she was Cheryl's friend, and uh, of course, um. We can't forget uh, Rosemary. Rosemary, <laughs> the character played by none other than Goretta Goretta. Uh, I think her name at the time is Giancarlo. Yep. Yeah. And now she goes by Goretta Goretta. Which is pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Rhodes playing as Tony. And then, um, you know what? I want to talk about the character Carmen, played by Fabiola Toledo, because... Holy shit. <laughs> this movie's uh, got, like, a lot of your classic 80s babes. Babes. Um, if you can get past all the the crazy hair and the goofy clothes. Quick thing, who do you think uh, Fabiola was? I thought she was fucking redhead. No. What? No. What? No. <laughs> Fuck. No, uh, Fabiola Toledo played uh, Tony's other friend. Tony's other, fr- oh, well, she was still babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She got ruined, ruined. Yeah, no, um, we also kind of like, there's like a couple weird things and we'll kind of like touch up on that. Cause like, it's so, it's a, it's a multifaceted movie. I <laughs> would yeah. probably say <laughs> it serves as like a really fantastic, like body horror gore fest with like you know some really sweet suspense mixed all up in there. You've got your kind of campy parts there with like some of the actors and actresses uh, lines or some of the action that happens. But um overall, I do like the part where they immediately accept that what's happening in the movie is like a literal supernatural yeah. fucking and they're like all right, let's pull ourselves together. Start barricading. Yeah, start barricading everything. We're dealing with a demon outbreak. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh yes, obviously, it's the movie. The movie is evil and it is cursing us. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's let's talk about the overall. man that shit real really plan. happened, like back in the day. Like right? I saw a movie it was so fucked up. They're like, this movie's evil. We gotta destroy it. Yeah, and there was also a, a demon mask that was put on display. That display, now that I think about it, did not make a. God damn lick a nope. sense. Nope, no it did not. Uh so let's let's talk about the general synopsis yeah, real right. quick. I need to give this some structure. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about the general synopsis and then we'll kind of give you like not a play by play, but like a rather uh short shortened version of the movie. Uh and then of course, you know, we'll have our standard, you know, spoilers after this is kinda of big part of the plot. And again, we want you to check this movie out any way that you can. But uh, I fucking loved seeing it in HD uh, on a nice TV. Just fucking awesome. Super yeah, good. Get a so, good sound system, too. Yeah, exactly. It was fucking beautiful. Just blasting in my face all this horror and violence. So, Brent, um, why don't you regale us with the shortened synopsis of the film? Um, a lady. Cheryl meets up with their friend, mm-hmm. and a, a mysterious stranger mm-hmm. gives them tickets to go see a a, a, th- a movie. Yes, at a theater, um, free ticket. And it's like, yeah, what the hell? Let's go. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. And then they meet uh, a couple of nice boys there, and they're watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the movie, the events in the movie uh, begin to mirror real life, and then and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. That's probably how I'd sum it up. Yeah. That's that's a good way to put it. All hell you know. breaks loose. All hell breaks loose, and then you get delicious fun action and suspense and terror and gore during that chaos. That, it's uh, very chaotic. Yeah. That of course, you know, even has katanas involved. Yeah. So just um keep that in mind when you uh when you actually, you know, kind of get into the shit that uh the movie does have its Kind of crazy moments where it's just like, what? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, that bed with the red hair that I was... uh She plays as the uh, usherette yeah. in the movie. Dressed up like a Christmas elf. Yeah, she, she fucking looked like a Christmas elf. But uh, it's, it's kind of strange. Like, you are kind of misled by her character. Um, she seems like she's in on it. Yeah, she seems like somewhat sinister, but perhaps she's just like. But maybe she is so because we haven't gotten to the spoiler area yet. Right, and uh, <laughs> but uh, her name was Nicoletta Elmi, played uh, the character Ingrid. See, that's weird. Unless this is a different actress. IMDb is a totally different name. Eliana Miglio, Miglio, Miglio. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. So some some pretty woman play this <laughs> extra <entourage>. right <laughs> so you've got the uh you've got the synopsis we're gonna give you the short play-by-play um quick thing yeah i think imd might be fucking up. Cause it, does that look like the same lady to you uh no not at all so i bet that some person <laughs> somebody probably fucked up yeah because imd fucked up don't trust no one not even yourself yeah. don't trust the cops they'll never help you only trust your fists so uh, the shortened play-by-play, right? Yeah, I guess maybe IMDb isn't the th- always the number one source. No, yeah, you're gonna have to dig a little bit, and you have to get down in there and them guts. <laughs> so the shortened play-by-play, like Brent said, uh, starts out in the little train area. Uh, fun gal, Cheryl yeah. finds uh, finds a strange man is following her. He's got a fucking half-metal face, which is, you know, it's fine. It's, it's pretty 80s, cool. Yeah, it happens. You know. People are worried about uh, the modification <laughs> It's like melted into his fucking face, bro. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like she, she gets tickets to this thing, meets up with her friend. Uh, they end up uh, going out to check it out. And there's a shitload of people there. Like, it's sort of, kind of. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It makes it look like there's a shitload of people. And then there's not that many people in the not theater. That many people there. And then all of a sudden there's a shitload of people there. Yeah, and there's a shitload of people. that when oh hell breaks loose and you need bodies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Then you need a you need a lot of demons. Uh, so the. Uh, Rosemary character, played by Goretta, mm-hmm. she is checking out this display, and I want to talk about this display for a minute, because it it's is like, the most fucking ridiculous display you'd see in a movie. It's video. like a, first of all there's a, like, Ducati dirt bike or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and then, sitting on this dirt bike is a fucking, like, samurai ninja model. Dude, body. yeah. He's like a mannequin ninja. It's a mannequin. All decked in black. With like red accents to match the bike. Yeah. Holding this fucking badass fucking demon mask, like this yeah. metal in one hand. Yeah, and then the other one raised above his head is a fucking katana. Yeah, and this has nothing to do with either movies. No, because there's two movies. There's they're one they're watching in the theater for a while until all hell breaks loose. Right, and uh, well, I don't even know if they gave it a name. This is happening in demons. <laughs> demons. In the I movie demons, remember. they watch the movie Demons. But uh this is all in the uh, theater titled the Metropole. Yeah, like Metropole. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, it has nothing to do with the movies whatsoever. Oh. And uh on top of that, it just like like people are like, "Huh, that's cool." Yeah. And uh there's a blind man going to the movies, which I guess they actually did it as a uh ironic joke. That was literally why they had that man there. So he's there with uh, either... But he could smell evil. Yeah, he could smell the evil. He touched the mask with his hand. He's like, don't touch it, Liz. Do not touch it. And uh, Liz was beautiful. Her eyes were like crazy. Steered right through Tyler's soul. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, who are you? Uh, But (laughs) yeah, so anyway, um, like before he can like show Liz this mask, Rosemary puts it on. She's like, "Ooh, look, I'm spooky." She gets cut. Yeah, for some reason, she, the mask cuts her, and everyone's like watching this scary movie, getting all cuddled up and next to all these uh, these fucking hot bros they ran into. Yeah, they were bad. Uh, nice. <laughs> they're hot bros, and uh, Rosemary's fucking wound starts bleeding when the guy in the movie had found the same mask, and uh, fucking put it on. He got cut, and then he turned into a demon. So she's like freaking out. Know, getting For good reason, we'll yeah. find out. <laughs> yeah, like they were smoking ganja in the fucking theater. She yeah, goes in the fucking time. bathroom, and then uh, you get some pretty sweet, uh, like body horror, where it's like her fucking wound is like bulging and fucking pulsating until and it pops a bunch of milk out. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking hate plus videos and shit. Yeah, but I was just like. I can, I can at least laugh, though, when it's just milk that comes out. <laughs> it's literally just like, you know, let's get the thickest goat milk that we've got and just have it come out of your face. And she was probably like, I, that yeah, sounds cool. rad. So, you know, that fucking happens. And, uh... Oh, man. So, she goes missing for a while. The other chick that she's with, because they're both with this, like, super rad dude named Tony... Who's just, like, the most stylin' black dude in all of Italy, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, Like, uh, he's got these big-ass fucking lamb chops. And, uh, Handlebar and bald- mustache. Handlebar mustache. Little bit of a goatee. Bald head. Fucking fine suit. It was a very immaculate suit. Yeah, and then his shoes. And he had a fucking weird-ass hot chili pepper fucking necklace. Oh, God. So, anyway, his other, his other gal... Goes over to check out uh, Rosemary in the bathroom, only to find that she is a demon. She has become demons. Nineteen eighty-five. Demons. Nineteen eighty-five. She gets fucking slashed the fuck up. But uh, yeah. So then, like you know, you got your whole chaos thing. Yeah, real thing. quick. Uh, Greta, Greta, Greta. Oh yeah, dude! She did a fantastic job. She, she really not nailed it. the role of a fucking pissed off demon. Yeah, like at times it seemed like you know she was just like having fun, literally, yeah. just like she yeah, murdering yeah, like, the this, fuck out of people. like her character as demon is. It takes glee and like tearing people up. Yeah, and like uh, the the gore you see, obviously, because like uh, that's another thing that uh, you know we talk about often is uh, practical effects over uh, computer generated, and obviously we're in 1985. So, yeah, so we haven't really much of a thing yet. Yeah, and so like you, but like at the same time, we get the height of practical effects, and dude, it's so good. It's pretty good. There's like there's uh, you know obviously if you're not too into body horror like yeah it's for me it's like iffy like there's weird specific things. There were two things that I don't like that <laughs> happened, but I was able to watch them. It just like you know, uh, so anywho. Greta did a fan-fucking-tastic job. You have her just, like, killing people. Those people are turning into demons now. The virus is starting to spread. And (laughs) everyone is, like, now freaking out. And, uh... They're all trying to escape the theater. Only to find out... That there's like, a fucking concrete wall on yeah. the other side of the doors that they just used. Some trickster uh, barricaded them in, I guess. Yeah. and Real as, fast. As as Brent had mentioned before, they just, like, were very quick to just, you know, come up with and agree on the idea that the movie was cursed and doing all of this <laughs> yeah. shit. And uh, so, you know, they formulate a plan to go and stop the film. Yeah, uh, after Tony just kind of, like, takes the lead. Yeah, Tony's, like, the fucking boss in all of this shit. Uh, literally just, uh... Just kind of... Shouts through the stereo. Yeah, yeah. He's fantastic. And, uh, so everyone's, like, following his lead. Or getting got. <laughs> and, uh... Getting separated, etc etc et cetera. So they, they fucking get up to the projection room. And they smash the fuck out of the thing. Only to find out that... Everything's still happening. Then, weird ass blind dude who got got by um, Goretta mm-hmm. after finding his, I'm guessing, wife or daughter doesn't specify really. Yeah, he just calls <laughs> her helpers. Yeah, maybe just, yeah, even just a helper. Um, yeah, she wasn't very innocent though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird head man. Weird. That's, head that's, man. Only, that's that's the name I refer to this strange bachelor. Half man. half bald Joaquin Phoenix in the eighties. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So um, he just for whatever reason he's like. Uh, I I think that a lot of horror movies they always uh, rely on the plot solver. Like I like to call them the lore keeper of your <laughs> horror movie. Like oh yes the leprechaun. If you show him some shiny gold, he Mm -hmm. will be unable to resist. And if you throw it into a bonfire (laughs) and throw gasoline on it, (laughs) he'll die. If you lock the leprechaun in the furnace and hold (laughs) the door shut with your feet, (laughs) that's a good way to take them out. Yeah. You know, the guy that essentially helps the the party uh, involved survive the nightmare. So that's Blind Man after his eyes were... I mean, he was blind, he still had his eyes, but he had his eyes like... gouged again yeah just gouged out and shit but he somehow still lived enough long enough he seemed to be doing all right to like kind of coherently explain what was going on (laughs) through the uh immense amount of pain i'm sure you receive when you have your eyes gouged out of your head by a demon woman (laughs) who's like thoroughly enjoying her uh yeah and then and then that was uh before or that was after sorry yeah she, like, fucking double-choked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> so like you a, still, you have rope. some goofy fucking shit <laughs> in there that's just, uh, ridiculous. There's, um, that young boy that was, uh, Hannah's boyfriend, like, running around, shaking people, screaming Hannah at mm-hmm. them. Like, Hannah, where are you? And it's like, dude, they don't fucking know when <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to run for their lives, and you're just running around screaming. And shaking people. And shaking people. That's how you um, got? that's how you get got um yes so they find out okay it's not the movie it's the theater yeah the theater uh so from here on out I guess um spoilers for the movie and then we'll uh kind of I guess like say like okay and spoilers here's some fun shit again I don't know I don't know fuck (laughs) yeah whatevs um Hopefully you fucking watch it. Because honestly, like I said, like, top five. Top five in there. Hmm. Very good. Um, I enjoyed it more in my second viewing. Yeah, Yeah, I imagine that I I probably end up, will end up enjoying it even more that second time. Just kind of, like, knowing what's going to happen. And it's one of those things where it's, like, the ending for the movie is also fucking amazing. Like, it makes it I even didn't, better. I didn't really see it coming. At least I didn't, I didn't realize that that was like, the direction it was going to take. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, continuing with our uh, play-by-play, essentially, so they end up barricading themselves upstairs. Tony ends up getting got after uh, not being able to throw a chick over the ledge uh, of the balcony, because she ends up coming back to, uh, to fuck him up. And uh, everyone's like... Freaking out at this point. I thought like 80s dad got him. Uh, that too. Yeah, well, you know, like, like everybody get, yeah. got him. Everybody got him. Yeah, and he, he t- like how many to the fucking it took. Yeah. If you're gonna take out Tony. Yeah. If you're gonna take out Tony, it's gonna take at least two fucking demons. Um. And everybody that dies ends up coming back as a demon. Obviously. So the more deaths you have, the more uh terror there is in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yes. Uh, they continue to try to find a way out. They bust through, like, a false wall that leads them to, like, fucking nowhere. Your, uh, your main characters are starting to dwindle. You've got, uh, Ingrid, the fucking, uh, um, oh, what do you want to call it? The, uh, oh. Usher lady? Yeah, the usherette. Yeah, that's, I forgot my fucking words. Anyway, uh, so you have the usherette. Then you've got you know your two female pro tags and then your two male pro tags and a couple other random people here and there. Follow them down. They find out it's a fucking dead end. And they fucking leave. Everyone starts freaking out because they start to think that there's like that help has arrived, and they're like trying to fucking unbarricade themselves. Meanwhile, we're also getting this strange fucking side story <laughs> yeah. of uh, four fucking uh, punkers yeah. out in the streets of Italy. And they're all, get this, snorting Coke out of a Coca-Cola can. That's the best Through a straw. Way. Like, I thought that was fucking hilarious. And uh, enter in the weird part of this film. <laughs> okay. So, um, there's there's a girl that seems to us, like, incredibly fucking young. Uh, like, she looks like what, Brian? Would you say, like, she looks like fucking 14? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. This is somewhere around there. Um, so, all I could really find out online, because, like, she has a scene where they're all fighting over the Coke can, full of Coke, and they get Coke fucking everywhere. <laughs> People freak out, blah, 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 they're trying to, like, scrape it up and everything, and, uh, she gets a whole bunch, like, on her chest. She's wearing like an open vest. Yeah, she's wearing an open fucking leather punker vest. And um Yeah, she's got she's got Coke all over her boobies. And they were ordered by uh Ripper, the leader of the yep. punk group. To get the punk group, you say. <laughs> but yeah, no, Ripper, the uh the uh, leader of the punks, uh, to get every fucking piece of that coke. Yeah. Because it's all over the car and everything. Every little gram. She even says, there's even some in my panties. And he says, every little gram. And you're like, what the fuck? And she looks 14. Yeah. Now, see, here's the fun thing. Is that, as that's somewhat disturbing, Mm -hmm. we thought, you know, we should probably try and figure out how old she was. You cannot anywhere... (laughs) <laughs> find out how old Miss Bettina Ciampolini was during the filming of Demons. It's nowhere. Uh, she doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Cause, we'll you just know, say quote-unquote like 18. Yeah, we'll just say quote-unquote 18 like we do for all of our Dead or Alive uh, girls. But yeah, like literally nowhere could I find anything. And um, it was... Okay, here's the joke. Is that I looked her up on Google... To try and find some information. I found her Facebook profile. And I couldn't find any information about her otherwise. She'll never tell. She'll never tell. Uh, but, I mean, that being said, you know, you know, you can get a uh, parental, you know, uh, waiver to show your fucking child. But then, again, I mean, it's... It's, fucking, it's Italy. It's Italy. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, no, I no, mean, no, no. you look at Leon the Professional... Yeah, well, that's French. Yeah. And I think Jean Renault had to be like, yo, this is way too creepy. Yes. And they had to make, like, changes to it. Yes. Because he's like, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like Because uh, Jean Renault is, like, a stand-up dude. A man of honor. Yeah. And integrity. I also uh, uh, really I enjoyed him in Onimusha 3. Or yeah. 2, rather. Sorry, 2. I remember. nope 3. Never mind. Yeah. It was 3. Fantastic. So, yeah, we have a possibility of some, like, little girl titties in it, which is just creepy and unsettling, but I digress. Uh, They end up finding their way uh, into the theater after being uh, run down by the cops. (laughs) And uh, then they get got, slowly but surely, they get got by all the demons only to become demons themselves. For I do the, like, like that part when they're like, what are they after? They're like, they're after us, idiot. See you in hell. Yeah, and then they, like, <laughs> go to fucking fight the demons to the death. Yeah. Which was short, because, you know, one of them literally just had, like, what appeared to be two feet of chain <laughs> as this weapon. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd have, like, a hook. Mm. <laughs> but like, Yeah, still. like, one dude had, like, a fucking hook. I don't know, dude. It was great. Um... Yeah, so like we go back to our main characters. I hope I'm weird about to, to like, be killed by demons. I can say to you, "See you in hell." Yeah, <laughs> and I'll and I'll just respond with, "You'll be in hell before me." And you, as you say, as you're brandishing your <laughs> chains, my chains, and wrapping them around my hands, <laughs> so I can have big dumb fist weapons. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we go back to our main characters. And they're trying to escape while everyone else is now getting got because they tore down the barricades because they're fucking stupid. And uh, we lose a majority of our main characters that we've been following for the film. Uh, Let's see here. It'd be Cheryl's friend. She ends up getting fucking injured while they're getting, uh, getting through. Yeah, where they're, like, crawling through the debris. Yep, and then... And then, and then she has a weird transformation scene. Yeah, where they had to have, uh, because it's practical effects and everything, they have to do it, you know, like a little bit at a time. You know, she looks sweaty and tired. She's, like, lethargic. And then she looks up and her eyes have changed. And that was a really cool effect that they did, like, with the contacts. Like, that was a really good color choice. Mm-hmm. Rather than, like, your pitch black or white or, like, your red. There was kind of this creepy off orange. Yeah. And, um, so she's got these weird eyes, and the next time, you know, she looks just kind of fucking strange. And then, next time, she's got weird claw hands and fangs and shit. But you then, and then, I can't remember his name now, but... Not oh, Ken? Yeah, Ken. Ken! Ken! Who'd Ken been, like, real sweet real on her. Yeah. Ken had been sweet on her, like, since the beginning of the film and everything, and, uh, it seemed like things were gonna go his way. Yeah, he was... And his night ended with My him, was him fucking crazy. literally beating her over the head to death, it's like a, a vent grate. Yeah, with a vent grate, and then a scary ass fucking old demon man <laughs> yeah. claws his way out of her back. Uh huh. What? Because well, like, I I think uh, she was she was the demon was like talking through her. Yeah. She's like, "Where am I?" Yeah. So it was probably like, "Okay, now I'm." In this body. Yeah. Which, yeah, it doesn't really explain... You don't get to see her get injured, either. Like, she has passed out. It doesn't show you her injury or anything like that. We might not have been paying attention. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. But, uh... Yeah, so... She turns, she gets got. And blah, blah, blah. Old demon man comes out. Uh, gives old Kenny boy a smack. And he runs away real fast. Then he runs away real fast, which is really fucking funny. And, uh... You know, it's just the three of them now. They get to the front of the theater again, and they're looking at said badass display. Uh, the mask is gone at yeah. that point. The mask is just somewhere. And um, Ken gets a bright idea that he wants uh, his buddy to kill him with the katana. And it's like, if you were going to have to have your friend kill you, wouldn't you want to die in the most rad way honorable possible? Honorable way possible? like. Kill me. At least let me honor. die with honor. With honor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so you do. Um, yeah, of course, he, he sadly turns before, so, you know, he didn't get to die as a human. Womp womp. Uh, yeah, then we get uh, Cheryl and a Boy Toy get out a fucking motorcycle, or no, sorry, a dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking dirt bike with the katana, and... You had this super fun... It was the it was the climax scene I didn't know I needed. <laughs> They're riding around in the theater, like, up and down stairs and, like, across fucking chairs and shit like that on this dirt bike while he's slashing at demons with a katana. hmm After felling all of these folks, the like, fucking ceiling starts to crack and a fucking helicopter falls through the roof. Oh, should I get to tell you the track that plays during that scene? Because it is fucking sick. It is pretty sick. Yeah, there's a lot of great hair metal. Uh, who all do we have on the... Rick Springfield, I think. Adventures. Uh, the, uh, Adventure. Um, Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Yep. Uh, Saxon. Saxon, yeah. I think those are the main ones, at least. Yeah. So, like, just an absolutely fantastic fucking lineup <laughs> for your, uh, for your viewing pleasure. Um... And, like, you know, like, you almost think that you're going to see a Dawn of the Dead scene with this helicopter. And, like, it kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to start it up, but it's it's totally fucked. I don't know why they were uh, trying to... I think he knew the blades were going to hit those other demons who were coming in on him. Right. And then, uh, so, like, he gets it to go just a little bit, kills some demons with it, uh, including the old man demon. Old man demon gets got by the blades from the chopper. And then um, they find a grappling hook, yeah, in the back of the fucking helicopter. So yeah, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a Resident Evil. Yeah, man. George was smart. He knew all this stuff was gonna be in there. I guess. Yeah, like good, good job, Georgie boy. And um, so they get onto the roof through the hole in the ceiling, and then we see finally the man from the beginning, Metal Face Man. <laughs> um, the demons man. The demons man child boy thing. Ya man. man. And, uh, we get, like, a short confrontation with him on the roof, and they're like, oh, finally, the nightmare is over. And that's when you see that, uh, the demon plague has <laughs> kind of started to, like... It's like Dawn of the Dead in the town now? Yeah, dude. Uh, like, there's a guy that, like, slams up against his window in his apartment across the street from the... Or across the alley from the movie theater and he's all fucking demoned out and shit you see people like literally getting run down by demons and it's yeah it's like you hear like gunshots and like oh yeah shit throughout going the whole the city town. they like they're running and they're like getting chased by a horde of these fucking things and like there's just flaming cars and fucking flaming bodies everywhere <laughs> and shit it's like what the fuck you know, like, you'd think, like, maybe they'd stare off into, like, the stars or something like that after they finished the final confrontation, and it's like, okay, That was a pretty yeah, good kill scene, it. by the way. Yeah, it was. Yeah. We shouldn't skip that. He gets what, uh, they have like a metal bar. Te- yeah, they're, like, pushing a metal bar that was hanging over the ledge down on him, so his head would go into, like, poking up rebar. Yeah. So he just gets, like, double penetrated by rebar through the through face. Through the demon mask guy. Yeah. And it's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. It's rad. Um, so yeah, like, you get to see, like, this entire city, like, completely turn to fuck very quickly, uh, I might add, because, yeah. uh, they were probably only, like, that was probably over was the, the course the, of, like, an hour and a half. Like, the punks, the old man somehow got out, the blind man. Yes, the blind man, like, got out as the punks came in. Yeah, and then, like, the, he, like, scratched one of the cops. Yep. That's and all then, it takes. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> the beginning of Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Oh, um, a maniac. Why'd he bite me? Why'd he bite me? Why'd he bite me? <laughs> so then uh, I hope they get, I hope they redo that scene in um oh my remake. God. Oh, that'd make my fucking day. The same voice actor. <laughs> Why'd he bite me? <laughs> oh, a maniac. Yeah. Except he's probably really old, so you gotta put an old man spin on it. Like, yeah. Why'd he bite me? <laughs> He's uh, a man. <laughs> he's a man. Uh, <laughs> we had to. I had to. You know we had to. We had to do it too. Uh, <laughs> we had to do it to him. Yeah, so they're running. They're totally about to get fucked by this horde of demons. And this total fucking dad in this, like, safari jeep shows up <laughs> with, like, his kids that all have, like, badass weaponry. Yeah. And he's like, Fire get ours. in, hurry. And so, you know, they get in. They're fucking... Carving through uh, all these demons and shit. The children show off their proficiency with firearms. Yeah, because their dad is one of those crazy doomsday dads. I'm sure <laughs> that's like time to go to the shooting range so you can practice takedown yeah. tyranny. <laughs> 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 Better get used to eating spam. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So then uh, he explains that they're going to try and get out to the country, away from everything, way out west. So uh, you know they by can, Tom Waits. Yeah, by going by, out, by out with Tom Waits, going out west. That's a spooky song. Tom Waste is a spooky man. Um, <laughs> spooky dooky. Uh, then we get the credits. Or do we? Yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> we get the credits to um, the back of George and uh, Cheryl sure. as they're standing up in the back of the Jeep for whatever reason. Looking like, all stoic. Yeah, with like the wind kind of going through their hair. And it's like just, you see their backs. And uh, we're getting the credits and like the film is still rolling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, all of a sudden, Cheryl turns towards George, and she's all fucking She's, demon-fied. like, picking at her neck and see the milk, milkies coming out of her. Yeah, she's got the milkies coming out of her, and then all of a sudden, she's just all fucking demonfied. Yeah. And then the child in the front it's seat. Like, hot dog in mouth. <laughs> yeah, dude. Blams on her. <laughs> fucking blams on her just blows her fucking face off and she just falls out of the Jeep and George is like Oh <laughs> just fucking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a um, like that's kind of like her end scene with her uh just, just kind like, of like laying there on the fucking road. Yeah. Just like all fucking dead and maybe shit. Maybe kinda sad, but I wonder if like for the right reasons. It's like am I sad because I we lost the main character or am I sad right. like she was a babe and <laughs> she died? Right. Oh, it's both <laughs> it's both <laughs> Oh my heart. It can be complicated like that, and uh, so I I say that's that's probably the spoilers, done. Spoilers are done, pretty much. But uh, we we might slip up. We're not perfect, so. Uh, Demon's rules. Demons fucking rules. Go fucking watch it. I I guess I the only reason, the main reason I know about it is because of the film Buzzard, and Buzzard's fucking great. And we yeah. will be doing an episode on Buzzard. I'm sure. Yeah. At some point. Um. Yeah, dude. I was like... That was fantastic. Uh, if you are like a collector of horror or foreign horror or, you know, whatever the fuck, you need this in your collection. It's absolutely it's, fantastic. It's got like... It's a good 80s horror film. It's got plenty of like... Period of music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's... I don't know. And seeing it in HD is such a fucking trip. Like, I know I've said <laughs> yeah. that a couple times. But uh like seeing it look that great was such a fucking trip, dude. Mm-hmm. Really nice. We'll have to watch Apocalypse now. Yeah. Like my oh red. my god, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah. You know, next time we have like three hours to spare? Yeah, exactly. And like just a Which shitload like, of stuff. I'll snacks. never have that much time to spare. Yeah, yeah. I wish I did. Um I do wanna like, I'm gonna go watch an entire season of a TV show <laughs> in one sitting. In one sitting. <laughs> Okay, so, um, all right. Okay, hey, so, uh, looking trivia at some time. trivia, looking at some trivia for the film, uh, I did find just a fun kind of excerpt here, uh, that kind of answers one of our questions about, uh, uh, oh, what was her name? The young girl. Nina. Uh, yeah, Bettina. Bettina Ciampiolini. Her character name was Nina. Yeah, character name was Nina. Okay, from so... Tekken. From Tekken, yes. So, first and foremost, the building used for the exteriors of the Metropole Theater still stands in Berlin. It's a club called Goya that's been a host to several horror conventions thanks to his appearance in the film. Nice. Lamberto Bava says that this is his personal favorite of the films he has directed. And let's see here. I already talked about The Blind Man going to the cinema was meant as an ironic joke. But the name of the Cinemetropole can be seen as a building in the first Silent Hill video game. Oh, sweet. So that's pretty, that's pretty fucking rad. Then this one, uh, labeled as a spoiler, but I believe we talked about that in our play-by-play already. The scene where the cocaine is dropped inside the car and where the characters are picking it back up has been quite a subject of controversy, which led to the scene being censored almost all over the world. All over the world. Which is probably why it doesn't have her age anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's look at some fucking goofs. Yeah, uh, at the end of the scene, during the spoiler chase, Nina's demonic character is not wearing any demonic makeup. I fucking noticed that. Yeah, she just had crazy hair. <laughs> she didn't even have crazy demon eyes, but it was very, very quick. Moviegoers find out that they can't leave the cinema. There is no way out. But when Metropole is shown from outdoors, we can see lightened rooms through the windows. Uh, were characters too dumb to jump out from the windows or take down uh, or take or to take down using the rope? <laughs> Thanks, guy. Uh, Demonic Carmen was never seen in the film again after killing Frank. Everybody was trapped inside, and there were lots of moviegoers to slaughter. Where did Demonic Carmen go? But who was But who was Continuity error. When the helicopter first crashes through the ceiling into the cinema, the casing around the base of the rotor blades is missing or broken off, but in the very next shot, it's in place and still intact. Oh, good eye. Right? George and Cheryl climbed onto the roof, da-da-da, cross the skyline, shows that there is a crescent moon, but in the final shot of the film, a full moon is visible in the sky on the right side of the screen. It's the same night. It's the same night. The moon can do that, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, there's obviously gonna be a lot of fucking goofs and shit like that. Looking for goofs! Yeah, what well, fucking nerd just sits there and looks for goofs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kinda like, it reminds me of, uh, fucking Seth Rogen's character in, uh, Knocked Up, where um, him and his friends sit around, they, like, archive stamps of titties. Titties and slizzies. Yeah, in in fucking movies. Boobs and Bush, I think. Boobies and Bush, yeah. I, yeah, I've got that kind of fucking free time. <laughs> As I shake my fucking head, no. But yeah, overall, that was fucking fantastic. I, uh, I was incredibly excited to do this uh, podcast over the movie after we saw it. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about this. Um, yeah, I mean. Even the, uh, the really hard to watch part for me with the, uh, body horror with the... uh, Because, like, you get to see, like, a step-by-step changing process from one of the characters where, like, her fingernails split and she gets, like... Demon claws. Fucking claws. Her fucking teeth are popped out of her fucking mouth and new fangs come out. And it's just, like... I don't know how exactly they did the teeth part, like, so well... But it is so fucking gross. It is really gross. <laughs> oh, but I love it. It's kind of funny. I, I mentioned it was Nosferatu teeth. Yeah, I think later in, in the in the film, there's like a scene where there's the uh, Werner Herzog 1979 uh, Nosferatu movie poster. Oh no shit! Uh huh. I did not even notice that. Yeah. There's a goof for you. Yeah, there's a goof. Uh, goof. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like this movie uh, has been around for quite some time, and has obviously. Uh, kind of given a lot of inspiration to other horror uh, lovers, watchers, directors, shown up in other media. And then, of course, it had its own inspirations that it drew on. And we kind of got this very unique experience overall for it. So, yeah. It's good stuff. It's good fucking stuff. I don't know. Do you have anything else to add about Demons? 1985. There is a There's, there's a sequel that now I kind of want to watch. Right. Uh, you know, I bet they're probably not quite as good. Yeah, I think it... I want to say it was called, what, like, The Demons Continue or some <laughs> yeah, bullshit. The Demons Go to School. Demons Go to School. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really don't have anything to add. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, a, if you fucking like it, there was uh, Demons 2, actually, in 1986. Is the same director? Uh you know probably not George is back in it. We got Hannah. Oh hell yeah. he comes back as a different character. He Good. comes back as Hank. Good. That's the same That's really weird. Some of these uh some of these characters it looks like uh they actually come back but uh with like a different actor or some fucking strange yep, shit. Barber. Same director. Yep. So Cool. I don't know, yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, 10-story high-rise apartment building infested with demons this time. So yeah, I don't know, maybe they get away in a helicopter at the end. Who knows? (laughs) You should find out. Go watch Demons and then Demons 2, and then we'll talk about Demons 2 later. (laughs) But yeah, thanks again for uh, stopping by, checking out the podcast, and uh, hope that we kept you entertained. This is supposed to be entertainment for two people after all. Hopefully we're becoming quite the tastemakers for a subset of people. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I kind of think about the, um, like, the tinking of glass and that, uh, I can't, I don't know the name of the song, but it always plays, like, during some fancy British show. Mm. Right. Or, uh, Antiques Roadshow. dun <laughs> I dun 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 yeah. dun 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 terrific (laughs) film absolutely outstanding
1: (laughs) thank you thanks (laughs) thanks again
0: guys have a great (laughs) week we'll talk to you next week